Japan came home every night like the claw, <laughs> the claw. <laughs> Scaring your kid. I gotta put like uh, what's that? What's that? Like Bengay on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get home. Yeah. Honey, Bengay. Bengay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. <clears throat> what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts, the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys, still emo nicknamed TBD. Man, we gotta get that going. We're, we're almost get... at. We're almost through the first month of 2023 here. I know it's. This is a tough one, man. Uh, we'll get. We'll get there. It'll. It'll come naturally. We gotta let it come naturally. Yeah, um, organically. Yeah, organically. It's Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hop Master General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. It's Dan. Yeah. We got to watch uh we got to watch the Eagles stomp a mud hole in the uh in the Niners and walk it dry. Ooh, yeah. What? 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody. You know what it is. We talked about it already. It's 2023, um, and you know the year of our Lord, uh, the year of our crispy Lord, and uh, <laughs> our our lunar new year is uh, it's 2023, Mo man. It's the this has been a great one so far. It led to man the the after show last week popped off with emo. Yeah, talk. there was a lot of emo talk. Yeah. Yeah, it uh it definitely popped off. Uh and uh yeah, if you're not uh if you're not a, a, a stream watcher, get on that. You you can you can join us for the uh the after stream. So uh get on that, man. I don't know what to tell Do you. It. Yeah. Do All it. right. So it is uh it is twenty twenty three Mo and we continue to find songs that represent that year just perfectly. I'm growing out my bangs just for this, so just do, for this so song do right here. Flip. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> it, it's 2023, Mo. We are the Best Best Friends Podcast, and the show starts right now. Let's do Emo always has a good bop. Yeah. The drum fill was sick. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Little, little Chiodos. 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 For the longest time, I did, had no idea that uh, it was pronounced Saushin. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody did. Nobody did. Nobody did. Everyone just called well, it like, Saison. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Saison or Saosin. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like Saosin? Saushin. <laughs> Chiodos, Chiodos had some, yeah, but uh, they are like a definitely instrumentally a heavier band in the emo we, genre. We have to do a full um, episode where we break down like we take basically the family tree of emo and break it off into the branches of like you know like the breakdown emo. Say less, like, Dan. Say less. Like the, <laughs> the the alternative emo or like the punk emo like all those different variations that come from the common core of emo. Well, you've sold like, you've sold me on it already. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll have to find a good brewery to uh, tie it into. Maybe somebody who uh, brews who's also into emo. Yeah, it'll be like the perfect uh, we'll perfect. We'll figure it out. Perfect platform. Someone someone out there does strictly like early two thousands emo beers. Yeah, we'll find you. We'll find you. We'll find you. You're out there. We'll find you. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's run this through. All right, everybody, follow, rate, review. Uh, give us a follow on, you know, wherever. Dan, rating? Five-star party, baby. Yep. And uh, and get you a review. Uh, support the podcast that way. Uh, it's the best way to do it. Um, tell your friends about the podcast. They might like it, too. And uh, if you guys want to support us monetarily, you can do it on our our host website anchor it's anchor.fm slash best best friends pod slash support uh or if you are on twitch uh sub with prime 
I mean, sub, subscribe. Yeah. So sub, yeah. sub the regular way. I mean, that's how we get the most money. But oh, if yeah. you don't want to pay anything, sub a prime. It's easy, easiest yeah. way to do it. Sub a prime. It costs you nothing. And uh, big, big zaddy Bezos uh, kicks a few shekels down to us. Yep. And pretty soon Dan and I will be Scrooge McDuck diving into a, a big room filled with gold doubloons. <laughs> I love that. Fa- I love that Family Guy where he tries to dive into yeah, it and just, he just like breaks breaks yeah. all his appendages. Ow! <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right, everybody, and we are, as always, a part of the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is an ever growing group of independent craft beer podcasts, uh, much like our own. If you like our podcast, you can check out the others uh, on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Instagram at Hopped Up Network. Got my hopped up network koozie over here. I was drinking my pregame beer with it. I got my, I got my, uh, hopped up network coaster. Yeah, coaster. All the swag. We got all, all the swag going on. All the swag. All right. And, uh, and that takes us through the, uh, the housekeeping portion. Dan, I, I gotta say, I significantly cut that down. It was good. No, that was really good. I was looking at the time. I was looking at our time as we went through it. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, Tom. Yeah, we got We're cutting it down. We're, we're, we're trimming the fat here. We need more beer talk, less fat. Um, and there's, there's significantly more fat. It's January yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're we're in hibernation mode here. We're soft. Yeah. We're well. Yeah. We have to. We have to. <laughs> we have sur- to start get, We have to start getting cut for uh, summer, man. I know. We, we're right now. We're just trying to survive this the harsh winter. Yeah, so. this harsh, mild, this mild uh, northeastern yeah. winter. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. So welcome back. Um, we're gonna we got a we got a jam packed episode. We got some great beers here uh, yep. to get into. Um, we got we got two different ends of the spectrum. So um, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, we've got a new brewery to feature. Uh, yeah, what new to us here? So excited to talk about that. Yep. And uh, I mean, I mean, this is right. If you're looking for crispy enlightenment, Tom, look no further than this brewery coming up. Yeah. So the uh, our resident our resident beer mule, Matt. Oh, yep. Volume was all the way down still from the music. Here we go. Uh, Man, I started out the podcast so smooth. <laughs> um, yeah. So Matt was up in a. Up in the the old Jim Thorpe area uh, of PA, and beautiful yeah. town to go to if you're ever in the uh, if you're ever in, I guess in the you know Poconos I guess it's technically the Poconos it's a little below it Lehigh Valley almost mm-hmm. it's like yeah. the top of the Lehigh Valley yeah um, and so he hit up the uh, our our group chat and said like found a logger spot. <laughs> Uh, and man, they had a ton of, I don't, I, I have to go back and look if they even had any, I think they had like two IPAs on the board. I think they were like West coast IPAs. Uh, no, they have a hazy. Um, Did they have a hazy? Yeah. But I mean, the most of the time with what they're doing here, it's all, um, which I can appreciate. And I mean, do we just say it? Uh, yeah. Name of the, sure. Let's Yeah. So we're going to be getting into bright path brewing tonight. Um, and, uh, sampling one of their beers but i mean what their simple mission is is refreshing flavorful lagers there you go tom Mm -hmm. and low abv session beers so perfect you know what they're doing there is uh you know they they do have a pretty good spectrum of different beers but uh they definitely all are running like i think subs i don't think i see anything going above six percent like the highest one i see is the west coast at 5.3 percent all right crushing crushing beers there um all right so real quick let's uh let's get into the description um so we're going to be drinking the vienna lager from bright path um it's a 4.3 percent so coming in real low there crushable um 12 ounce cans which are really nice and uh it comes in let's see a medium bodied amber colored lager brewed with floor malted german malts and lagered for an an extended period of time which you, you love to see it yeah. So let's give it a taste and, uh, and and see what we think about it, and we'll talk a little bit more about the brewery. Yeah, check this out. Look, a full plastic wrapped yeah. 12 ounce can. Gotta love it. Yeah. All right, Daniel, get a crack here. Three, two, one. All right. Oh, man. Mm. 
interesting on the nose. Went stongy for this one. Very nice, very nice. All right, Tom, we're looking pretty good here. Yeah, it's got a great color. Yeah, it's got that nice amber color there that they talk about. I went uh, starting this new trend called Half Milko. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> got the Half Milko? Yeah. I just always like to put a nice... I have a I have a foam dome setting on this glass, which I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> foam dome activated. Yeah, foam dome activated. It's good for sixteen ounces, but the twelve just fits right in there. So that's what she Ooh. said. Yeah, twelve just fits right <laughs> in. All right, Dan. Oh man, it's got some good uh, on the nose there. I'm excited to try this. Dan, slancha. Cheers, man. So this uh, is a yes. this is a newer brewery. Um, I remember I have a I have a buddy that's up in the the Jim Thorpe area, and he hit me up and he was like, "Hey, you know, just so you know, there's a a brewery opening up up here called Bright Path." So we followed him on on Instagram and uh, kind of saw them get to where they are now ish. Um, you know, they opened up the same way I think most breweries are opening up anymore. They're, they weren't canning okay. anything. They were, it was all, you know, come in, drink at the bar. If you want to take home, you can take home a growler. Yeah, like the classic model of the brewery, you know, prior to the pandemic where mm -hmm. it was about, you know, meeting your customers in the tap house mm -hmm. and having those interactions with your customers in-house with your beers. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, they've been on our radar um, for a bit. So it's good. It was good, you know, when when Matt said that he was up there. Um, definitely had to take the opportunity to grab some of this beer because um, I don't I don't know, you know, the next time we would be able to get up there. But <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I mean, the place looks cool. I mean, Jim Thorpe's a, is a cool area. Um, and you know they're doing all lager. Man, look at that! Look at that jiggly head on there. <laughs> all right, Dan. It's definitely. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, do it. it. Yep. There you go. Ooh, some good ITU. Pretty good there. amount of got a lot of ITUs in that yeah. bad boy. Yeah. That's our ITU segment brought to you by Pilsnerish. Ooh, they've got a they've got a membership. Really? Let's see what this has. All right, so your 2023 membership it includes a free six-pack or crowler per month. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. A free member-exclusive T-shirt. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, a dollar off a half-liter and full-liter purchases in the tasting room. Dollar off six-pack and growler purchases. All right. But I don't want a liter of lager. Uh, they got the fine print. There will be a one-month grace period for monthly beer pickups. January beer must be picked up by by the end of February. Okay. God. That's a pretty membership. solid membership right there. That's a pretty solid membership. The uh, the one uh, six-pack or crowler per month is... Uh, I mean, that, pay, that's, that's that pays solid. for itself right there. Oh, yeah. Membership starts January 1st. Beers available in six-packs will not be filled in crowlers. Uh, okay, so you have to take the six-packs. You can't okay. just take a crowler. Mm. They have it in six-packs. You take the six-packs. I mean, if you're not, then what's wrong with you? Yeah. All right. Damn, this is a... That's a serious uh, That's a serious membership right there. Yeah. I like seeing memberships come back for breweries. Yeah, you like, like to see that. Yeah, I think... I mean, we talked about it early on. I mean, you were a... You were a card-carrying member of the Locust Lane Beer yeah, Club. Yeah. Yep. Never took advantage of it. <laughs> I thought I would. I supported the supported the breweries. Huh? Yeah. That was uh, yeah, yeah. It was a weird go. time to. Uh, it was a weird time for everybody to get yeah. back into craft beer and stuff. So yeah, you know, it was tough to make those trips out there. Yeah, it was definitely more of like a supporting, uh, supporting the brewery kind of thing. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Re Rebel Hill Mug Club. Ooh, I am. I'm thinking about it. yeah for the 420 tap room. I I thought about presenting that idea for uh, for that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That would be Dan's gonna have to dust off his uh, dust off his PowerPoint. 
What was the uh, the uh, prestige worldwide? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Investors, possibly you. <laughs> All right, and then we see on the next slide, click. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at uh, I was at Workhorse recently, and I was looking at their mug club. I was like, man, I I, I would love to get into a mug club. But I need somewhere like where I know I'm going to take advantage of it, you know? Yeah. Hyper local. It yeah. has to be like, you know, close or at yeah. least on a commute that is frequented. Right. Where like, you know, it kind of makes uh, makes it worthwhile. Also a place that, you know, you know, the beers are always going to be solid. I mean, yeah. if you're getting one six pack a month. I mean, after drinking this Vienna lager, though, I think I, this would be my this would be my once a month free uh, six pack right here. This is definitely a beer you keep in the fridge. Yeah, this is a this is a prime uh, fridge beer candidate. Um, it's a let's switch this up here, Dan. This is, I feel like this now we're kind of like looking at each other. Uh, like, okay. I was like, something doesn't look right here. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a prime fridge beer candidate. Um, yeah, we can get let's get into tasting notes here. Um, the malt character is really nice. Uh, it's super crisp. It's got um, I agree. <clears throat> good head retention. Um, the color is really nice. Super, you know, amber. Amber is the color of this beer's energy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a good three eleven beer. I'd yeah. say. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice overall. Nice taste. Uh, kind of, it's what I expect for a Vienna Lager. A nice maltier character, but still very crispy. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, definitely has a. A solid mall characteristic with that. I'm going to pull up our good friends here in the BJCP and get some more uh, tasting notes on this here in just a minute. But I definitely agree. It's got that, uh, it's got that mall characteristic. I like in a lager. I like, I like the Amber flavors pretty good. I, I like, there is like a subtleness to the uh, hot profile, little, little bit of floral to it. Um, I'm looking over their stuff right now. I wish there was a I'm trying to see how big their system is, man. Put out all these loggers. That takes a lot of a lot of time and a lot of uh, a lot of tank space. Yeah, I know that they're uh, they're set up. It took them a long time to get the brewery set up. So I imagine that their their tank space might be. I mean, like you said, and they said they this Vienna lager lagered for an extended am amount of time. Yeah, that's what I was uh, looking to see. I wanted to see when it was... Uh... Yeah, I mean, they say it on all of their... I mean, even the uh, cream ale I had earlier today had that. I'm just deep diving hardcore into trying to find the BJCP. I thought I had it pulled up, but I don't think it's on my computer anymore. I got tired of looking at it, <laughs> trying to study it. <laughs> um, yeah, they're... You know what? Their their beer lineup reminds me of uh fuck, what was the uh the uh Von Trapp. Von Trapp, yeah, yeah. real Von Little, Trapp uh, vibe. Yeah. Very uh I would say I do like the uh I do like the artwork too. If uh Tom, you wanna toss that up on there. There you go. The uh there you go. Those yeah. uh the sim like the logos and everything for each of their beers is awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, they definitely have like that uh, classic meets like contemporary vibe to it. Like the Vienna mm -hmm. Lager one looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was just a beautiful multi toasty amber color. Yeah. I mean the floor malted German uh, malts right there. That is, that is what is the real hero of this beer. And apparently they're all on side pool there too. On the old lurker. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing that uh, Matt brought up was that was crazy. It was uh, their whole their whole system is side pool. Yep. All right, so let's see. Uh, overall impression uh, for Vienna Lager, according to the BJCP, is uh, a moderate strength amber lager with a soft, smooth maltiness and moderate bitterness, yet finishing relatively dry. The malt flavor is clean, bready, rich and somewhat toasty with an elegant impression derived from quality based malts and process, not specialty malts and adjuncts. Uh, light reddish amber and copper color, bright clarity, large off white persistent head. I mean, that's, 
<laughs> this is pretty off, much down to off. the T, off-white. No, I was going to say the, uh, the persistent head just uh, got me excited there for a second. <laughs> Don't we all want some persistent head? You know, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> well, that's the name of the episode, um, persistent head. <laughs> ready, rich, somewhat toasty. Definitely getting those notes there. So, yeah. Um, I think this is one of my favorite lagers. I'm I'm more of I like the darker lagers a little bit more. Yeah. Than like the lighter like the, the summer lagers and stuff like that. Usually once August rolls around and the fest beers and the Marzins come out or Mertzins, that's when I'm like oh I'm into the lagers and the dark check lagers. I love those. Yeah, I think, I think you know, with my uh... <laughs> fucking Steve. I can see that off-white head. Yeah. There he is. That off-white head. Steve's on Twitch now. Yeah, he's moving up in the world. Look at that. Look at that. Technology entering the Madsen household. Can you see him taking, like, both index fingers and typing in, Uh, like... A hundred percent. What's a Twitch? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yelling into his phone, find Twitch. Find Twitch. <laughs> when you see your physician with that off white head, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I so you know I've talked about trying to achieve crispy enlightenment. I think with that, you know, I'm not going to go where it, you know before it was like you know the the winter is like a stout season and then. Uh, the, the summer is your crispier season, you know, crispy, hazy season. Um, I think I'm just going to go, uh, winter is dark lagers and summer is light lagers. There you go. That's your crispy enlightenment. There you go. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then you have some of these middle, middle ground, like, you know, amber colored lagers. Yeah. That kind of filter in on there. That's the, you know, that's the, uh, the all season tire of, uh, of lagers. <laughs> the all season tire. Yeah. yeah. This is the all-season radial right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is a... I mean, I, I already cracked a, a second one here. Um, oh, yeah. This is this is very enjoyable. Um, I agree. I always forget how fun it is to drink out of a stonge. Enjoying the dark Czech lagers in the winter. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Yeah, I mean, I so, personally... And I, I feel... I think you feel the same way as I do, Dan. I wish like the Dunkel and the Mirzen production stayed around longer. Thankfully we have friends that do their Dunkel mm-hmm. all year round. But yeah, I, I, I actually and we have friends who do the Mertzen almost year round too. Um well they do it more than just once a year. Right. Um, you know, we have some we we're fortunate to have some breweries that don't look at the seasonality of that. But I wish there was more variety all year round. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you're just like, man, I'd love like a nice full-bodied caramely lager. Every time. Every time. Speaking of uh, caramely lagers, did you see, I mean, we talked about Poor poor Man's last week with the uh, Doppelbach. Mm -hmm. But uh, did you see that they're using the, uh, was it the Bickel, the Bickelstadt or something? The... uh, they're putting the hot metal uh, rod into uh, their Doppelbach to create the more caramel smoky flavor. No. Yeah, hot, it's like a, a traditional rod, huh? German thing. What they do is they take like this basically like a hot rod and they put it into the beer and it caramelizes a lot of it. So it like huh. ups the caramel factor in the beer. No, that sounds awesome. Yeah. It, it sounds like Belschnickel, I swear. It's like it's like <laughs> beer schnaut or something. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to pull up their uh their John right now. Beer hot. But uh they just had a vid- they just did a video of it. It is the uh Beer sh- beer here. beer stock. Yeah, the beer stockle. <laughs> stockle. The beer stockle. Oh, there you go. Steve's got himself a black IPA. Is that a suburban black IPA, Steven? Theirs is one of the finest I've had. Yeah, he found a he found a spot out near him that sells Necromancer. Boom, nailed it. Boom, ah, there you go. Cadoba, <laughs> boom. Uh, a place that's oh, a Necromancer out there. 
Yeah, he found Necromancer in like middle PA. I okay. was uh, actually pretty uh pretty impressed on that. All right. <clears throat> Sticking a hot poker into your pint is the beer was the beer equivalent of s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, have I you guess been... it like has to caramelize some of that sugar that's in beer and just uh you know, residual stuff and just create that kind of like a like a subtle sweetness. Did you see that like trend that was around for like two weeks? of people melting marshmallows over their stout. Yeah, those people those people don't deserve uh, any sort of craft beer notoriety. No, no, no. <laughs> they should just stay home and, and watch a fucking Dallas game. Yeah. <laughs> just stay home and cry about America's football team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was... Oh, that was good. It was good, Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... That was a trend. I saw, like, I was seeing it on Instagram, and I was like, please don't become a thing. And thankfully, yeah. it really it really uh, mellowed out quickly. Um, it, yeah, that was that, that was gone as soon yeah. as it hit uh, Instagram. But that was... A, thank you. Yeah, but the thing... I mean, that's the thing about craft beer, too, is, like, everybody's trying to look for the next dumb thing that they can do to, like... <laughs> Get some kind of clout, and that's the. It, I love that everyone's looking for the next dumb thing. It really is. It's like everyone's trying to find the next stupid gimmick to like catch on, and like that's like that's the kind of thing in like the craft beer world that would catch on. Like you'd have people like I'm cuveting a toasted marshmallow into my stout. Like cool, yeah. cool guy. Like not not for me. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm good on I'm good on the I'm good on any yeah. any type of mallow getting into beer. Yeah, go mixologist your beer somewhere else. Yeah, I'm just gonna crack a Vienna Lager with a a 12 ounce Vienna Lager can. Yeah, I took like this bad boy. These are nice cans too, man. Yeah, you gotta like you gotta hand it to them and their uh, packaging. Their especially yeah, and their marketing is very close to like that like clean style of Von Trapp. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, Bright Path is definitely on the right track with uh, yeah what they're trying to do by conveying like a a traditional lager house look to their stuff. Yeah, they are definitely on the right Bright Path. <laughs> Bing. Good one. Good yeah, one. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a this is a this was a a great pool for the podcast. Uh, very yeah. enjoyable. I'm glad I have several more in my in my fridge because I'm gonna be enjoying this a lot. Yeah, props to uh, props to Matt, our yeah. beer uh, our beer mule for going out there <coughs> and uh, yeah, hooking this up. I I I definitely owe you, Matt. So stop by uh, 420 this weekend. Yeah, this is definitely this is like the type of beer. This is a great like after work beer. Like man, like just sit down. Crack a beer. I don't need to worry about pouring it in the glass. You can just take it straight from the can, not feel like a scumbag. No, absolutely not. Yeah, this is going to be a good. This is a, this is a delicious beer, though. I could have used this. This would have. This is a good football football watching beer. Agreed. I uh, I saved a couple dunkles for the. Uh, I was going through my beer fridge uh, actually last week. You know, not knowing that. You know, I mean, I kind of had confidence that we were into the uh super bowl mm-hmm. but i was kind of looking at beers to like you know set aside like what are going to be my drinking beers <clears throat> and you know the ones i'm going to kick back when the uh, game goes off and i found a bunch of dunkles that i still had in the back and i'm like yes you didn't you weren't you weren't afraid that uh you weren't afraid that nick bosa was going to break through our offensive line like someone running into the nation's capital nope not at all <laughs> 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 the Bosa boys storm January sixth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, went into man. the storm. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the other story we got going on. Uh, you know, Super Bowl baby. Yeah, Super Bowl time. Uh, go go birds. Uh, uh, incredible. I would say wild card, divisional, and everything. Like all the games, <clears throat> in my opinion. I don't think there was a bad game other than I would say the Chiefs and the Bengals was kind of boring. I thought that all the other games were great. But at least the, the, the Chiefs year. and the Bengals was exciting. Like it, it was a close game. Um I would say like maybe like the Bengals and the Bills. Cuz the Bengals kind of blew them out 
Like, yeah, that was a little bit boring to watch. It was, yeah. I mean, it was like every team that tried to play the Eagles in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, I haven't, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're right. The big game. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, is that what we have to call it? The big game? Yeah, we're going to get our first C and D. Um, oh, man. From the NFL. They can S my D. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, I mean, the Eagles' path to the to the Super Bowl. Um, I was nervous for the Giants. Um, you know, obviously in hindsight, I shouldn't have been, but division game, yeah, right? Div- inner division playoff game can always go either way, and they were looking strong too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was. I mean. They were a strong contender, but man, they we just stomped a mud hole. <laughs> yeah, and I think even even with uh, even if Brock Purdy played, I still think the score isn't much different. All right, if we were to take all the NFC East teams mm-hmm. and associate a style of beer to them, Ooh. what what would we associate styles of beer? I mean, mm. we can go down the line here and okay. just. Uh, <clears throat> get down to the real shitty style that we're going to give the Cowboys. But yeah. so you want to start, you want to start at the top, start with the Kings of the East, start at the top of the food chain. Okay. Kings of the East Eagles. Uh, that's right. Steve fucked Dallas. Um, <laughs> go birds. Fuck Dallas. Uh, birds. Cream ale. Ooh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Blue, um, a blue collar, a blue collar style. Yep. Representative of the city, yep. yeah. I like I like cream ale. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're the cream of the crop. Cream always rises to the top, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, cream ale. It's uh, it's a. I feel like it's an underrated beer. It's a blue collar beer, um, but once you get to uh. Once you get to it, um, <laughs> once you get into it, you really love it. Um, and I feel like that goes yeah. along with any of like the athletes that come here. Um, I feel like it's universally liked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cream um, ales, you know, I mean, you get, you get the lager fans, but you also get the ale fans with it too. I feel it's, like it's almost they... like an acquired taste. I would say like it, it's, I feel like if you took, uh, I would say you get the craft beer drinkers, but then you also get the, the like the people who are into macro yeah. <clears throat> digging on uh, cream ale because I mean cream ale get you know gets them nostalgic for Jenny Cream and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a it's you know it's blue collar, but mm-hmm. it, it brings it brings all of the fans of Philadelphia together. Yeah, I'm trying to associate it with like everybody shits on Philly, but the people that shit on Philly have never been here. Ah, uh, yeah. Because like True. everybody like that I've like that is shit on philly that like i've brought to the city they're like oh yeah this it's actually pretty awesome city yeah so it's something like that um let's see the giants Ooh, this is gonna be a tough one um i'm sure i think of like a good style for like the job i feel like it has to be like a uh it has to be like almost like an amstel or something like i would say it's like it's like a hot it's like a hoity-toity New York. I'm trying to think of something that's representative of New York. Yeah, I was trying to think of that, too, but it's got to be something that, like, occasionally there's a winner. Like, yeah, you know, true. occasionally they put a team together and they win a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zima. Yeah. Um, oh, man, the giant. Sometimes there's a winner. Mm. Trying to think of what's a good beer style where like sometimes mm. you get one like I don't go for it typically but yeah when this when this so and so does it it's you know it's good it's good uh, oh man this is a tough one we should um, we went to the top and we're working our way down like we already have ones lined up yeah. for the shit um sour ale ooh sour or like I'm thinking of something like. A little, little, a little like, um, a little, you know, see, Steve's on with me, Sours. I'm thinking, like, <clears throat> they're, they're associated with, like, smoothie Sours, but, um, 
like they're a little more like fancy, like a little you know they're fruity. They have that like metro kind of feel to them. Okay, like a fruit. Yeah, so but, we're not talking smoothie sour. We're talking no, like a just like sour. almost like a fruited sour. Yes, or sour. Just sour and. And yeah. you can get a sour where, like, it knocks your dick in the dirt. You're like, holy shit, this is a good sour. Yeah. and then, But, you know, you also have, like, a plethora of just garbage sours out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, gar- garbage sours that just can't seem to make it that far into the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the, the, the Washington Commanders. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes okay, but mostly shit. Perfect. Perfect description, Steve. That's the giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right Sometimes okay, but mostly shit. Um, let's see. The commanders. Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. I think Craft Seltzer. Tries tries too hard to fit in, yep. but, but never succeeds. Keeps changing the brand. Oh, keeps changing it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so they're keeps the... rebranding itself, but it's still something just without a shit, name. <laughs> shit, seltzer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Seltzer's a great one. Uh, they they have no substance to them. They, yep. <laughs> you know, they always yeah. Like I said, they always try and fit in. They're like, hey guys, I'm I'm craft too, and you're like, no, you're not. No, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Yeah, I like that. That's perfect. Um, Cowboys. Just, I think we both know where we're heading with this Smoothie one. Smoothie <laughs> sour, right? Yeah, I think we're just heavily, I would say, I would put them as like heavily adjunct laden smoothie sours or pastry stouts. Just yeah. The, the, creme, the creme de la creme of craft beer garbage. The, the people that think, they're the beer that thinks they are like, the 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 top of the top of the game, but all other beers just laugh at them. Yeah, exactly. Dog shit, smoogie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're that. It's that beer. It's like America. How they say they're America's football team. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone. Like we we see it on Tavor all the time. Like tons of smoothie sours across the nation. Yeah, just like in, invading Tavor, but like you know the real the real teams just make fun of them all the mm-hmm. time. Real fan bases, the yep. real fan bases make they, fun of the Cowboys fan base. They never win any awards. <laughs> they never win anything. Yeah, they never win awards. Yeah, there you go. Sure, they make a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of money being tossed around, but oh yeah, of course, um, a lot of fans, a lot of money. Yeah, but there's no, there's no substance there. There's no, nothing to say like, hey, you're the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they have nothing to show for it. Nothing to show for it. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> The last, the last time they won a championship victory just started brewing beer. <laughs> <laughs> mhm. Yeah. So, and and smoothie sours have as many conference championships to their name as as Dallas. So Oh, that yeah. So there you go. <laughs> facts are facts. Check the documents. Yep. <laughs> um all right, Dan. 20 minutes left. You want to get in? Let's get into uh, our next beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. As, oh, uh, perfect, Steve. Overhyped. Yeah, exactly. Every single time. Overhyped. Overhyped. So um, I guess the consensus is the Cowboys are the smoothie sours of the NFL. Yes, very much so. All right, yeah. perfect. I just wanted to make sure I got that video clip because I'm going to send it to somebody special after the episode. <laughs> Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into our, into, into our next beer. Uh, we are. Oh, I'm excited for this one. We're continuing. We're continuing the season. The season's upon us. It's Nugget Nectar season. Yeah. So, this is gonna. I, this is a perfect bookend for the Nugget Nectar season, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Here. So we're gonna be doing double Nugget Nectar. Yes. Uh, so double double Nugget Nectar. It's an Imperial Red Ale coming in at nine nine point five. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take nugget and double it well it wasn't quite that, that easy double it damn it double it well it wasn't quite that easy but it sure was a fun balancing act to start we boosted the simcoe and this complex hop notes 
uh, hops notes of apricot, peach rings, and bright citrus are the star of the show. Azaka enters the picture to add hints of juicy orchard fruit, and Munich malt brings a bready sweetness to strike a balancing to strike a balancing. To, oh Jesus, I man, I'm I'm reading to strike a balancing. I'm reading like Columbus a Dallas fan. I know, right? Yeah, to strike a balancing <laughs> note, Columbus joins Nugget Hops, grounding this limited release with a layer of dank pine. <sighs> Made it through. You did it. Made it all the way through. Yeah. There she is in all in all her foil glory right there. Ah, oh, look at that gleam. So one thing I want to note before we crack into this is uh, the Munich malt that brings that bready sweetness. Um, definitely want to hear your thoughts on that. So keep that in the back of your head while you're drinking this. Yeah, so I, in the past, have not been a huge fan of Double Nugget Nectar. Um, but it's just, you know, that's my, that's kind of my palate. I'm not a big, like... There's seldom a, an imperial beer that I'm a fan of, um, but I'm a huge fan of the regular Nugget Nectar. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm going to preface it with that. I'm just not a huge fan of the style. Um, no slight against the beer at all. But uh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's get a crack going here, Dan. Three, yep. two, one. Oh, I don't like how that cracked. Oh baby, that bready sweet. Oh man, this this beer has a lot to talk about. Flavor notes um, are incredible in it. It is exactly as they say in the description a fun balancing act. Yeah, like the, to try and balance everything that they put into this beer must have been a feat. This beer is the Bonnie Raid of beer, saying let's give them <laughs> something to talk about. <laughs> Matt, yeah, nine percent, nine point five percent comes up quick. I got a good jiggle on this one. Oh, look at that! Uh, oh man, the head is like oatmeal. Oh yeah, that's a thick, jiggly head. <laughs> she, she's a multi boy, man. Yeah. Well then, woo! Ooh. That's like a hundred ITUs, man. ITUs. There's a lot of them in there. ITU's coming through. Oh man, that is that is a ton of ITU's right there. <laughs> she 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 thick. Dan, Cheers. Sancha. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> <laughs> Tom, you okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> I knew what I was getting into, and it still surprised me. Oh, man. So, I mean, Nugget Nectar is probably one of the best times of the year for the craft beer world. Um, yep. I think what they're doing with the double Nugget Nectar is, like, in, it's interesting how, like, alike, but also how different it is. Um so one thing that I thought when trying both of them that I thought was a little bit different was how much the Munich malt kind of brings out a little bit more bready sweetness to it. It's almost like a, uh, I don't know, it's almost like some sort of like dessert, like almost like a fruitcake almost with like you get those orchard fruits and you get like the peach rings and the apricot from the Simcoe and the Azaka and then you get some Columbus and nugget bitterness but then there's like this bready sweetness that joins into that too. It's almost like a fruitcake. Speaking of San Francisco. <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> no, I meant this. Uh, <laughs> Steve asked Tom, am I in the Roseanne house? No, I'm in the Tanner household. He's in the Tanner household. Yeah. Which is now Eagle's household. Yep. Um, so... My problem with Double Nugget is, to me, it has, and and like I prefaced, I mean, it could just be my palate. It it, it has that like imperial flavor, like that like that like boozy that booziness factor. There's alcohol, yeah, like the presence of alcohol kind mm -hmm. of in there, yeah. Um, 
That being said, it does it does live up to the description. Um, I do like um, you know the Simcoe coming through. Um, the Columbus at the end is really nice. Um, I think that like kind of helps a little bit the uh, with the with the booze burn um, having that like rich pine flavor to it. Um, yeah, there's like a like a, a bitterness on the finish of each sip that mm-hmm. is uh, it's nice. It kind of like it rounds out the bready sweetness of the Munich malt with you know kind of the sweetness that we're getting from the Simcoe and the Azaka. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not still not like a, a huge fan of this. Um, well, don't worry, John Trogner, I'm a huge fan of it. <laughs> It, it's it it's nothing wrong with the beer. It's just I don't. I've just I I really I just don't do like imperial beers anymore. It's definitely just got a beautiful color. Yeah, on it too. the the color is really really nice. I mean the flavor is there. It's it's exactly as presented. It's not like I'm drinking this like oh my god. Ugh. Like I know what it's going to be. I know what's in it. There's definitely, I mean, it's it's a very complex beer. Um, if I'm grabbing this or a regular Nugget Nectar, it's going to be regular Nugget Nectar every time. Yeah, regular Nugget Nectar definitely is a crusher. This is more of like a, you know, you have one at like one a night or something, but just to have it. Yeah. Like it's not like you can't really go at it more like a set like you can session like Nugget Nectar. Yeah. yeah. I think when we had Nugget Nectar on the podcast, I, you know. I drank two of them that night. <laughs> It'll get you drunk. It'll get you drunk. I will say uh, I did uh, age double nugget. So last year was the first time double nugget or double nugget was able to be purchased in stores around us. Yeah. So we've I've like we've only had it for the last two years mm-hmm. uh, for this, and I aged one for an entire like for a year, and had it over the, I guess probably had it beginning of fall and it was a lot smoother okay it's very interesting to hmm. have yeah a lot more malt present um and it was it was still like still held up pretty well the hops didn't fall out of it <clears throat> not at all really <laughs> there's way too many there's way too much in this hmm. i mean like i said there the malt was a little bit more forward but man it still had like it had a more it had more sweetness to it like a lot of sweetness to hmm. the uh, hops so like there wasn't any like bitterness like any bitterness was like dissolved from it. It just had like like sweet citrusy like like I said the peach rings and the apricot I definitely get on this and it's almost like the little chunks you have in like a fruit cake or like a like some sort of like Christmassy or winter like dessert. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean that that kind of you know hits the nail on the head. Um, <clears throat> So Dan, with uh, with the uh, the the Eagles playing the Chiefs in the uh, in the Super Bowl, do you know what that brings us? What does that bring us? Brings us Patrick Mahomes, TikTok star brother Jackson Mahomes. Oh yeah, the guy who uh, the guy who danced on uh, what's his name's number in uh, Washington. Yeah, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor's number in Washington. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, hard hands. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with him, he's a complete jagoff. He is just maybe the softest human being in, on the planet. Yeah. Think of like the new age, like hype beer, like fan. Like the guy who just comes in, it goes for the hazies right away. Like, I, I see a couple in my travels that look like Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. He is like everything that his brother is not. If that makes sense. Like I was about to say what successful, but he has like over a million fans on TikTok. Yeah, for some some reason he makes mil- he makes a ton of money on TikTok. Yeah, he's like a crazy TikTok uh, TikTok star and it, it's he's just an embarrassing person. Um He is. Uh, yeah, he, I don't know. His brother is like super athletically talented. I don't know what's talented. worse though. 
like, is Jackson? Well, actually, I was going to say, like, Patrick Mahomes' wife used to be real annoying on the side. No, she still too. is. She still is. Brittany still Mahomes? Is? Okay. I haven't heard much from her since she's had, like, she's had their kids. Like, prior to, like, having children, I think she was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he sucks. And I would definitely recommend going to, like, check out his. Didn't he, like, move to the West Coast, too? Like, isn't he, like, out there? Oh, yeah. They all, all the, all the, uh, yeah, fame from his last name. I mean, if he's not, if he's, if his name wasn't Mahomes, he's the a regular TikTok star or TikTok kid with, like, you know, 500 followers. Um, I heard he, like, moved out to the West Coast and they were talking they about him annoying another franchise out there or something. They all do. As soon as, as soon as you get, like, a certain amount of followers on TikTok, they all just move out to L.A. They're like, well, I'm famous now, so I'm just going to go out to L.A. because that's the right move. It's like, it's just so, like, it's so dumb. You know, it's, you can do TikToks from, TikToks from your home. You don't have to, you're not going out to L.A. and getting some, like, acting gig because you can dance on, on the phone. Or you're just going to get shit on in the movie. You're just going to be cast as yourself and as, like, uh, here's Jackson Mahomes again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jackson Mahomes is going to be that guy that, like, uh, like he does that stupid cameo in, like, Scary Movie where he, like, yeah, shows up. Yeah, like, he's going to have, like, a stupid cameo in a comedy or Yeah, something, and dies or in the like worst way. Yeah. Like a shitty rom-com or something. Yeah. Um, like, it was so bad, like, Tyreek Hill shit on him. Like he shit on him so much he uh, he had to go to he had to go to Miami. No, yeah, it was after he left. He left he left uh, Kansas City. As soon as he left Met Kansas City, he was like, "Yo, Jackson Mahomes sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. That's uh, I'm not looking forward to uh, whatever. You got the Kelsey and Kelsey show down there. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they're gonna do an episode before the the Super Bowl next week or something on their podcast. Yeah. That would be, I mean, that's, like, must listen. Like, I don't really, I, I check out, like, clips from the from that show. And, like, I, I checked out, like, when Jalen was on there. Um, so, is it is it Travis Kelsey who's, like, the showrunner for that? Is, is it No, him? Jason really runs the show. Like, Jason's oh, kind okay. of the one that, like, uh, keeps it all together. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the, uh, I haven't watched any of it. I was... <laughs> I, I was just under the assumption that Jason was too old. Where <laughs> he's just like, no, I, I don't. It's kind of like, I, it's kind of like, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, why can't what? What's the other Kelsey's name? Not Jason. Uh, um, what's the Kansas? Travis. H? Yeah, Travis. Tra- Tra- Travis is kind of like that dude. Like he's like, he's like too cool to be doing it, and he's just there to like. Like, he'll throw in, like, a joke. Like, he's more there to, like, be funny. Oh, he's totally taking... He's totally biting my shit. <laughs> damn, damn it, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> he's, been, he's been watching the Best Best Friends podcast. Yeah, he's like, man, I gotta get this guy's... Uh, I gotta find out what this guy's doing. Yeah, I gotta take his bravado. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, J- Jason's definitely the one that, like, kind of, like, throws out questions and, like... Okay. He like I, I get where you're coming. Like I thought the same thing. Like it was going to be more like the Travis show, featuring Jason. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely uh, the other way around. Oh, okay. What you got to do is you maybe gotta... I'll maybe I'll actually watch because <laughs> if it was like Travis centric, I was going to be like, man, I don't know about I don't know about this. Um, what you have to do is you go on YouTube and watch a couple of their clips. Then it gets okay. into your algorithm. And then you just get get fed like small short clips. That's all. I think that's all I could really take of that. I mean, do, yeah. do they have decent guests? Are, is it better than the Von cast? Because I think the Von cast looks like it's garbage. Yeah, for sure. Because they they get in. I mean, it's also better for us too because they get into like things like they talk about like Andy Reid and like they talk about like getting drafted and like. Okay, so it's really in our universe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So uh, definitely, I wouldn't say it's Philly centric, but there's going to be a lot of Philly in there uh-huh. for us to uh, enjoy. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, part of me wanted to, because the Vaughn cast has really good guests. 
um, he gets a he gets a ton yeah, of people. He gets a lot of guests. Yeah. But I hate Von Miller. <laughs> yeah, it's a give and take there. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't know if I can like listen to him talk. So let's let's wrap this thing up um, real quick before we we wrap it up. Um, I took a week off. I'm going to come back this week. We're going to do, we're getting back into Tony Hawk Underground. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, How far did you get? So, so you, we're, did you beat, did you beat Muska? No, I didn't get there yet. Okay. Um, I'm in New York right now. Okay. Um, so I was uh, tra- Wait, you mean New Jersey? No, I got out of, New, I got out of New Jersey. You okay, don't, you so don't you beat, yeah, you don't beat Muska in Jersey. Um, oh, okay. You get like, uh, not sponsored by him, but he like gives you a bunch of shit, like new board oh, and yeah. stuff. You, um, you get flow. It's the def, it's uh, yeah. it's called flow, Tom. Oh sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I I had to much like everybody else in New Jersey. I had to um, skateboard jump over a bridge to escape New Jersey. <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone gets out of New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. They, that's the only way out. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in Manhattan now, and uh, I was trying to get this one trick. It was Musk. was like, "Hey man, you gotta you gotta do this trick on this wire over the river," <laughs> and I could not get it. And I was I was punching my mic. It was uh, <laughs> I had to end it. I had to end stream there. Um, so we'll pick you back up. Yeah, you, you had a breakdown. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think uh, we will pick back up there and I got to figure out a punishment beer. Ooh, shotgun. I have another, uh, another double nugget. If you want a shotgun one, I, there's no way I could shotgun this beer. Oh, dude. Zero I chance. Ba- I, I like this beer. I baby it though. I, I baby yeah. it hardcore. Yeah. It's, it's a sipping beer. It's like you're not you're not getting a glass of like a uh, Knob Creek and taking it to the dome. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> this is definitely more. So there's no way. Like even if I tried to to shotgun it, I'd make it like a quarter of the way through and then I just throw up. You should. Oh man. So <clears throat> you did the pumpkin one last time, right? Yeah. We should just like peruse a heavily adjunct area. Oh, oh just go to the foodery. Dude, the foodery, you could just buy it by the can. And it's just like a shit. Yeah. Like, they have so many adjunct-laden shit beers there. And beers that just sit out for months. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if the foodery is like a national chain or if it's regional. Regional. Because I know there's it is a... Regional. Or re- okay. So, well, Steve. Steve, I would, I would love that. I would love yeah, I yeah. would love that. That's there's no such thing as a punishment when it's a pickle beer. No. Um, but so the foodery, a regional chain of beer stores, um, they were selling double nugget nectar at six dollars and fifty cents a can. Ooh. And I was like, Well, I just want a four pack. They're like, All right, well, it's six fifty times four. I went, fuck off, and I walked out <laughs> and I bought it for seventeen dollars at a beer distributor. Jesus. I was like, dude, they were trying to get me to pay $26 for a four-pack of Double Nugget Nectar there. I was like, you guys have to come up with, like, I don't know who hurt you, but who, like, who are the people that are buying four packs of beer at six fifty dollars a fucking can there? Yeah, well then, and what are they buying it for? Yeah. Like, who hurt you that you have to go to the foodery and pay those prices? Yeah, that's like, crazy. That's crazy, yeah, insane. crazy, crazy. It's all the dinguses that live in Phoenixville that just move there and they walk townies, down. Townies, yeah. yeah. It's townies. I mean, don't get me wrong. Love the townies. Love love the money that they bring in to uh, local businesses, especially mm-hmm. ones you have to work at and have to put up with their uh, <laughs> their fashion choices and they're wearing a 10-gallon hat in the middle of the winter with a pair of joggers on and a pair of really nice white Nikes. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're an interesting bunch, but yeah, check out the uh, the game stream Thursday night, uh, eight thirty on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash best best friends pod, twitch.tv slash best best friends p o d. Man, if you weren't awake yet, you are now. You are now. Um, yeah. So that does it. 
that's the that's yeah, the, guys. That's a podcast for the week. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, you know, check out our social media. It's uh, Instagram, Facebook. It's Best Best Friends Pod. That's I have to say it again. Best Best Friends P O D. And uh, hey, we haven't uh, promoted this in a while though, but you can send us an email as well. Yeah, you uh, can. If you're a brewery that wants to hop on, if uh, anybody has any interesting breweries that they want to send to us, uh, shoot us an email. It's bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com. That's bestbestfriendspod. You. Yeah. That had spooky tooth. Oh, is that the pickle beer? I thought you was talking about Levante's. I really want that beer. So good. <clears throat> we, I've, we've had pickle beer on the podcast. Yeah, we had that pickle gosa from Tabor. Oh. Yeah, Damn. pickle beer's real. I'm, yeah, I'm very interested in a pickle pilsner though. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Dan. You, you know how I feel about you. It's on here somewhere. There you go. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will catch you next week. Same time, same place. Same time. Hey, we might have a guest coming soon. Yep. To be to be determined. Yeah, pay attention to the pot, to the uh, Instagram. There you go. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace. See. You.